So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. You got me high last time when we were uh, podcasting. Hi, everybody. It's Spike's Car Radio here. Studio? Uh, when we were on the porch. Oh, uh, your place. At your place. You, me, you, and Johnny puff- Lieberman. Puffing the golden cone. And uh, yeah, the golden cone. The golden cone. And I Which drove actually home said, and I, sounds very sexual, doesn't it? I drove Puffing home. the golden cone. Matt, yes. I drove home. And I was like, I, I really feel like listening to some music, some groovy music. <laughs> you weren't just digging life? I was digging life. And I went, oh, God, he got me high with that again. golden doobie outside again. I know. <laughs> he made me laugh and giggle hysterically all about the poor lady whose face was friend. torn off by what? a cat. Welcome what to Spike's a- Car Radio. Here we are. Um, today, very special day in Spike's Car Radio history, our four-year anniversary. We're celebrating with Matt Farah. Oh, we're match, uh, celebrating with Zuckerman. It, well, of course it is. I'm saying it. Yes, it is. Four years. Uh, we have not missed a show for uh, for four straight years, Zuckerman. Not a best of. Not a. Uh, we're not doing a show this week. Not a. Not an anything. Not a nothing. We've been here every fucking week, and we got day jobs, and we've pulled it four straight years. So thank you, everyone, uh, for continuing to listen to us. We've got one of the original cast members here. Matt Fair with us. Matt, thank you for joining us on this very special day. What four do we straight have, years. What, what do we have planned for this special day? Nothing. It's four years. We're just acknowledging it, and then we're going to move on. But um, we love doing this show, and we love being with you guys. And uh, thank you for listening. Um, and leave us a nice review for our four-year anniversary. Or don't. Whatever. It's all good. Um, there's so much to talk about today. Gordon McCall is going to be on a little bit. Um, he is the motorsports director for uh, Quail. He's going to tell us all about the Quail event uh, this summer, which uh, I'm not sure why he's promoting it. it it's already sold out. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's like, cool. It's, it's like saying, like, let's learn about the new uh, singer. It's uh, very important to tell everybody about it. There's a seven and a half year waiting list. Yeah. <laughs> So here's why you seven lean years, seven fat years. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, why are we promoting it? But but he's a super guy, and I've never uh, met him before, and I really enjoyed my conversation with him. We'll be the quail's a fun event. It's a blast. The quail hasn't lost its sense of humor. It's It's really it's like you dress like it's the Kentucky Derby, and you eat like oysters and chug champagne. Be careful playing with that cord, Matt Fair, because it might might start squeaking there. You want it on the floor? This uh, primitive. primitive stuff that we have 400 episodes on this piece of garbage recorder no we didn't always do use that but i like this you don't like this 
The H4N Pro? Considering how many times you have more than two people on there, I think having a two-track recorder is probably not optimal for like an extra $100. We got, we got Matt Farrer to come and complain. Tech genius Farrer. Yeah, tech genius, tech genius Farrer. Okay. Do you know what happened the first time we went into his studio? He forgot to turn on the recorder. Yes. We, we, we were two using hours. monitors yes. for two hours. We had it muffled. It was gold. I Zuckerman. like this little guy, and it makes my life really easy. And, uh, and, 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 you know, we're going to build a studio now that this uh, pandemic's over, studio. if Why it holds. Just start with a, a, a recorder that has the same number of tracks as oh, people. God, it's like just being with my family on Long this Island, just being harangued He's by smart Jews. He's ruined our four-year anniversary oh, yeah. already. Why do you do that? Oh, yeah. Why do let you me, do it that way? That's me, not the right way to do it. Let me haranguing to YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the real business of today. Um, I heard a rumor. Uh, from from a, from a source about a new Porsche, um, that uh, that right now, if you'd like to, you can put a deposit down on a Porsche GT One. Not a lot a, of money either. A brand new uh, uh, model. Uh, for those of you who don't recall, this was uh, a car uh, they made right after the 962. It was the uh, the car, the race car that came after the 962. They also made a bunch of street legal cars, 25 cars or so, 2025, 20, I don't know, don't remember. They were uh, detuned a little bit. Uh, they were mid-engined. Uh, they were zero to 60 in about three and a half seconds. Um, and the rumor is, and I cannot confirm this because I wouldn't know who to confirm it with, um, I will tell you that my friend Jerry Seinfeld has not heard any of this stuff. He was also a little caught off guard by it. That uh, they're going to announce this in August, that there is going to be a new Porsche GT1 mid-engine special car that will follow in the footsteps of the Carrera GT, the 918, and now the new GT1. You're grimacing, Zuckerman. Because I, I don't believe that he didn't know about it. I believe that he's a good actor. Jerry? That, yeah, and that he knew about it, and he refuses to tell I us. I can tell you, I, I just got off the phone with him uh, a second time. We were discussing many things, and we did discuss this because I asked him to follow up, and he had uh, he's not lying. He doesn't know anything about it, and that makes me kind of doubt the rumor. The rumor is coming from a friend of ours who's at a dealership who has taken a deposit down on one already. Which well, the deposit being several hundred thousand dollars, a check made directly out to Porsche. Now this could be a multi-level marketing what scheme. What about that guy in saying, Florida? I, that doesn't. Yeah. That the way you've positioned that <laughs> doesn't exactly not give to the, me the confidence that I'm looking for. Not in this room. to the di well. Look, let's look back a and little champion. bit. Champion, remember champ the champion guy? Oh my God, who guy. took all the money? Oh my God, I, got, I, uh, I bought a car I can from get that you guy. as many species as many 911Rs. Just send me money. Send me money. Yeah. Straight up, a friend of mine bought a GT4 from that guy in 2016. Before he got his car, but he did buy a car. Before you gentlemen guy. were. Uh, even driving Porsches before both of you were. And I was a young man writing on Seinfeld. Um, shortly after that, they announced this car out of the blue. I think it was in Paris, the Carrera GT. It came out of nowhere. Nobody had heard any rumor of this car at all. Nobody. And Jerry was pretty tight there. We were pretty tight to the factory. We had heard nothing. The 918, same thing, came out of nowhere. No one was expecting the 918. They always surprise you with a supercar. Are you These other cars, I happen to know about another model that I promised them I can't say that you guys are going to be thrilled about. And I know from a good, pretty good source what that car is going to be. So this one 
if it's in keeping with those other announcements, would also be a gigantic secret. Yes, Zuckerman. In World War II, they had Operation Mincemeat. <laughs> Operation Mincemeat was to plant what? false rumors about where the Allied landing would be. Yes. They used a dead body, and they, and they chained a briefcase with, with fake plans to it. This could be Porsche's Operation Mincemeat. They tell us over this the years. <laughs> over the years, they've told us all about these other cars yes. that are coming out. They get us excited yes. about these fake cars they're going to give to us. I have a different theory. I, yeah. And I was saying this. <laughs> you don't to, like Operation Mint no, no. I like it, the name a lot. This I, mean, was I think mine. that should really be. Now, used as you recall, Zuckerman, using our sleuthing abilities last time, we figured out that they were going to announce a 959. Remember that? Right, the and they were knows. upset about yeah. that. But nobody leaked it to us. We figured it out on our own with little breadcrumbs and things and wait, that we had found. But they didn't. Huh? But they didn't. Well, it was, it was a slant nose. We said that we announced. No, no, no. The race car. Uh, the 935? The 935. What did I say? 935. Sorry. Right, I was, but yeah. I was just All right. Confused. Apologies. Yeah, okay. Carnards. Right. Let's put it in it. the book. He apologized. I'm tired. Write it down. I'm tired. It never happens. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> but you remember we figured out yeah. uh, Porsche was upset with us. <laughs> but it, honestly, it had ne- not been leaked to us. We had heard different things and whatever. Sushed we figured that one out. out. Here we are again. Again. Well, GT1 makes now, sense. It's 25 years. One second, Matt Farah. My theory is this, and this was my conversation with Jerry. I think they might be leaking information to different people <laughs> to see where the leaks are. Or am I being oh. paranoid? But you're back to Operation Mincemeat. Now <laughs> this mincemeat, is Operation right. Bariatric Enema. See where, <laughs> see where the polyps are. <laughs> there are one of two <laughs> lanes that this came in from. This one came in from a weird lane, and it's also something none of us have heard about. So now I'm wondering... Are they trying to plug that leak over there with this dealer? So Preuninger's over there, and he's got a board of leaks. And he's you show, think Preuninger's and, behind this? And he's, show, he's got, he's got <laughs> these, these little verticals on the board, right? Yes. On the whiteboard. And yeah. he goes, okay, I'm going to send the 911 <laughs> Safari rumor to Farah and this vertical. Yes, exactly. I'm going to send the 918 rumor yes. to, like, some Euro to, to Shmi. Right, and yes. then I'm going to send you know the spike vertical or the 935 vertical to, plug the leaks. to like the LA dealers. Correct. Right. So this is all about <laughs> counterintelligence yes. right now. Yes, because oh. Germans are only ever funny by accident. They're never fun. They don't do things funny on purpose. So this is probably a serious <laughs> thing that, when viewed from the outside, is actually very funny. What's well, a pretty damn exciting announcement? If they're making a GT1, that's pretty great. Well, th- don't look, you think they do a mid-engined, you know, top-level car, like, every 10 years, right? Right, right. So, time. we're due. We're due. 918s are old now, remember? Yeah. It's crazy, because you see the cars and coffee and stuff, and that still looks pretty good. Right. Still looks pretty modern. Still mm-hmm. goes pretty fast. But, like, straight up, we're due. Wow. And uh GT1, 25 years, It's it's gone, you know, through its cycles, back to cool again. It's a good name. They don't have to go, go re-trademark and stuff. It's a familiar name. It implies a lot of things, and they're going to sell. So you them. think it's uh, possible? Of course, it's possible. I, I, you know, I was thinking they're definitely going to have a new, you know, seven-figure car. They know that there's plenty of people who want to pony up million dollars. Yeah. Or something. Are, are we stupid for even talking about this now? Now I We're feel just bad. stupid, but no. I don't know. <laughs> but we just told about sixty. Stupid. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> don't Congratulations. Fats me You're this stupid. early. Don't fats me this early. Well, we shouldn't have mentioned now we're not going to get one. 
What what would this car cost? The leak has come full. It's flushed out now. What's that? The leak. It's on. It's it's, it's wet on the well, floor, you, and they know. I feel a responsibility the to the Porsche people that when I hear something, I should tell them that. I feel like that is All our right, well, job. Well, let's make the information useful. Where can they put a deposit? At what dealer? <laughs> Dean, <laughs> Dean Maroney. Our friend Dean is taking. Who should you call? Now, <laughs> now you just gave up our source. Fuck you him. just gave up. You know how many things he's done to me? <laughs> you know how many times? Journalistic you principles. know how many times he's fucked me over? <laughs> Dean Maroney's the guy with the fat mouth. Big enough for oh sandwiches. My God. Big enough for this league. He's dead. Pruniger's going to kill him now. Good. Let him Prudig- die. Pruniger will take Let him, him out. Let him die. I'll save money. You guys, the allocations. <laughs> the allocations. You just made them so much 200 money. 200 grand he's taking. You know, Father's Day is just around the corner. For something you don't know if you're getting it or not. And you probably need a gift for a hairy dad. Look, I'm looking at two hairy dads right here. Yeah. Make your dad proud this year and get him yourself. Uh, get him and yourself. The Manscaped Lawnmower 4 O's are coming. They got a new one. We have the 3 O's. They've got a 4 O. You heard that right. The Lawnmower 4, Lawnmower 4 O. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SPIKE911 at manscaped.com. I can only tell you about the uh, 3 O, which was a step above every other thing that I put near my genitals your to dad's cut hair. Weed whacker. <laughs> it had a light on it. It didn't cut you. It didn't hurt you. So the what have 4-0, they added in the four? What's that? Does the copy tell you what they've added for the four point? Well, imagine surprising your dad with sleek, well designed, and optimized body hair trimmer that says your balls will thank you on the box. It says it on the box. Dad, Their fourth generation. My mom will thank you for these clean balls. <laughs> your fourth generation trimmer features. The new cutting-edge ceramic blade, ooh, ceramic blade, to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. How is this lawnmower 4.0 different from other trimmers? Well, this upgraded trimmer includes a multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock. This is a great feature if your father or yourself do a lot of traveling. I don't know why you need it locked up so no one steals it. What so does a travel does- lock mean? Turn on so it doesn't. Money. Oh, yeah, no, that's <laughs> happened to me straight up. I've gotten to my destination with a portable buzzer that didn't have a travel lock. The battery was dead because it got see. knocked in the suitcase and it was on for like three hours Listen, in the luggage. <laughs> your underwear was shredded. <laughs> Listen to this. You also have the ability to turn uh, the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more what? precise shape. When the that big is true. one hits, you can also grab your, your, your lawnmower and use it to get out of the No, house. you know the it's weird burning. moves you have to do to cut the hair that you're lifting a leg? It's very yeah, gymnastic. Please, Sometimes, please, please. <laughs> Like this, Suckerman. Look, Please, over here. Don't, no. <laughs> Sometimes I want to turn that light off. Well, now you can with the uh, Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. Again, just go to manscaped.com. you got to get this. Spike 911 is a code. Uh, 20% off. Free shipping. Manscaped.com. Spike 911. Father's Day. Send me one for Father's Day, kids. That's what I want. Um, well, it's exciting. Matt Farah is Hi, here man. with us. Uh, Matt, as you recall, uh, uh, he and I have been doing stuff for Esquire Network for years. Didn't uh, I? Wasn't I on the very first episode of your podcast? Probably. I think I was on episode one. You were no, in there. That was Jerry. You no, no, no. Oh no, it might have been Jerry. You were. You and I did uh, Dick Van Dyke together. Right. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah way yeah, back yeah. when. Let's listen to a clip. No, no let's not. Fourth anniversary. Clip. No clips. Clip show. <laughs> Here, Dick Van Dyke. This is talking. my first time at uh, at the Zuckerman Lair, though. Well, Matt Farah. You drove in in a very special car that I think we need to talk about. It's a beautiful Ford Mustang Mach 1. Yeah. Is this car out yet? Uh, I think it just came out. This is the first one I've actually seen in person, but I don't think it's not like a 2022. It's a 2021 model year car. Right. 
basically what they've done. And in fairness, I've only driven it from my shop, Westside Collector Car Storage, to here. <laughs> like, they just dropped it off like an oh, hour wow, ago. Wow. So, um, well, do you want to talk about something else? No, I mean, I can ba- I can tell you what it is. Like, I, I've, I mean, fortunately, I have I have the feel for what various Mustangs are. Basically, right. it's a it's what you'd call a parts bin, but it's a good it's a good parts bin, right? You can look at it. It's it replaces the Performance Pack Two on the GT. So it's like the top trim of the GT before you get to Shelby's, right? Also. Another way of looking at it is that it's a really nicely value-engineered GT350 because you get a lot of the good Shelby stuff. Mm -hmm. You just don't get the engine. So the engine you get is the same engine as the the Bullet, which is the 480-horsepower Coyote-based engine. It's not – it has the the regular crank. It doesn't have the the fancy flat-plane crank that the – the Shelby has. So it revs to like 7 instead of 8250, right? So it makes 480 instead of 526, which is mm-hmm. what the Shelby did. Um, but you get the same suspension as the Shelby. You get some of the same aero bits as the Shelby. You get the nice Recaro seats. You get some unique uh, grill work and stuff like that. But most importantly, in my opinion, uh, the big brakes from the track pack um, – Nice, nice looking wheels, in my opinion. It's a beautiful car. It's a nice looking car, but uh, most calipers. importantly, um, functionally, is you get the Tremec gearbox. Mm. So regular GT based Mustangs, whether it's a, a, just a GT or a Bullet or a Performance Pack Two or even like a Roush or a Saline, a tuner based car, mm-hmm. they use the worst transmission in modern sports cars. It's called the MT-82. It's made in China. It's a steaming hunk of garbage. And so you can't... And these, a lot of these tuner Mustangs, right? Mm-hmm. They, Roush makes a really good supercharger. They just... And they all private label it, right? Doesn't matter who you're getting it from. That 725 horsepower kit is like a Roush blower done. And everyone's using it. It's very reliable horsepower, and that's great. But these tuner cars are like eighty, ninety thousand dollar Mustangs, and they all use this hunk of crap gearbox. This, the Shelby three fifty, used a Tremec gearbox, which is a much, much better unit. It's more durable. The shifts feel better. The it's a lot more direct and crisp, um, and and it's a lot more reliable. This gets that. So this is a the only GT based product ever to have that Tremec gearbox from the, the Shelby, and that makes a really, really big difference in how it drives. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. So this is $64,000. That's it. It's Well, that's it, but that's also a lot. For a Mustang. That's yeah. a lot for a Mustang. It's, a high, it's, it's high so for a Mustang. It's so pretty. Though. But it's, it's, it's a very nice a car, car so far. So I'll have a video once I have <clears> some more miles on it. Um, it's, it seems pretty cool, though. Are you doing more of these videos? I thought you had retired the one take. I mean, I'm, now not have do, you... I'm not driving fans' cars, but right, I'm, right. I'm doing a bunch of press cars, and Zach is doing videos with me, and so between me and him, and I'm also doing motorcycles. I've got that Harley uh, yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So um, but between all that, we're doing two videos and two podcasts a week, which wow. is plenty. Yeah. Plenty of plenty And of running content. the shop. Yeah. Yeah. And my, uh, my Lamborghini is up at Donnie's. Right now, yep. which is a dangerous place to bring your car. Yes. You know, because you, an oil change is never just an oil change. No, <laughs> not with something Italian and old. Yeah. Did you see on my Instagram what he found? 
No. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> the little you Nerf see bullet. He, it Instagram? looked like <clears throat> it looked like a Nerf bullet. That I find those all right. over my house. It kind of looked like a shotgun shell, a yeah, spent yeah. shotgun cartridge. <laughs> what it is was a rubber stopper wrapped in blue painter's tape, and it was floating in my coolant overflow expansion tank in the Countach. So, for what purpose? For, <laughs> it was so, floating in there. Floating, free floating in there. Oh God! And so, so. What purpose? Obviously none. Mistake purpose. <laughs> the last place to service this vehicle, which doesn't need to be named. Well, I but think it's it here, does. Here, no one listens to it this was, anyway. It was Please. GTO. Yes. It was GTO. When they they serviced the car, the, uh, the they powder-coated the coolant tank, which is aluminum. It's powder-coated. They powder-coated it black. And this is a stopper that a powder coater would put in the filler hole so that the powder coat doesn't, doesn't get go inside. inside yeah yeah but it's it obviously oh. somehow just got pushed right it through fell in and, and then he and went has fuck lived, it it has lived in there since yeah just like a surgeon who takes too much dope leaves the sponges and yeah the junior mint the body. Oh. <laughs> and uh so so that's what donnie found <laughs> and how much is that costing you to extract the uh <laughs> no that piece we know is easy i i had the funniest exchange with Dottie because it's really was supposed to be an oil change and a coolant flush that's right. really what this was supposed to be yes tell Donnie to I, save that piece for every other i know every other be, car that comes in, in we're gonna, no he can say every other car look what i found in your coolant <laughs> we're gonna put it in extra <laughs> tank you don't think he's already doing that <laughs> I said to uh, I didn't want to say formaldehyde. It's the old Nerf dart. No way, but yes. I, so I had this exchange with him, but I go, I go, hey man, you know, I, he drove the car and he came back and he goes, oh man, you're 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 so you're in such good shape. This car, this car rules. And I go, yeah, it's perfect, right? He goes, I wouldn't say perfect. And I go, <laughs> and I yeah, go, yeah. Oh, yeah. Point, point. I go, here's where you go. It's it's it'll be perfect after ten G's, right? Donnie goes, ten G's? No, 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 don't don't be ridiculous. Ten G's, that's completely twenty, completely crazy. Like eighty five hundred. <laughs> I go. Oh, okay. oh, it's true of all Ferraris. Yeah, you know, uh, old it's 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 a it's a hedge against very expensive things happening uh, down the line. You know let's what I mean? talk about internet privacy for a minute. Something we could all use, and none of us have, unless you have Express V. VPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like driving your car without car insurance, like Zuckerman. Why take that risk? Why do that? Every time you connect to an unencrypted network, uh, cafes, hotels, airports. Did you just belch? No. Oh. What did you... You heard something? <laughs> God. You hear things again, Ferris. Howard Stern can do that. You have not earned the right to belch into a microphone. Uh, any hacker on the same network can gain access to your personal data, passwords, financial details. It doesn't take much technical knowledge to hack someone, just some cheap hardware. A smart 12-year-old could do it. Your data is valuable, and hackers can make up to $1,000 per person selling personal info on the dark web. ExpressVPN access online insurance creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and Internet hackers don't steal your personal data. I use it all the time. ExpressVPN slash uh, Spike is what you want to do. Go down to secure your online data today by visiting ExpressVPN. We behave, 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 child. Uh, ExpressVPN.com slash Spike 911. ExpressVPN.com slash Spike 911. You get an extra three months free. Do you use those guys? I do, actually. They're great. They, it's a good service. It's a good service. Yeah, you open up your computer. 
it automatically connects. I used it, and to, it works. to access some U.S.-only streaming while in a foreign country, allegedly. That's right. Allegedly. That's what it's good for. Yeah, you can also do that, too. I know. You can log into your Netflix, and it thinks you're in a different country, and you yeah. get, it opens up different shows. That's how that service. works. Uh, have you it. seen Zuckerman's bug collection? Uh, <laughs> hey, let's talk about car stuff. I guys, mean, but Zuckerman like, just showed me his bug. Like he just preschool opened up here. It's collection. like a babysitting preschoolers. But he just opened the up two a, of you. One is a stone, briefcase. The other is only interested in putting a stick in the spokes of the show. But he's got a briefcase of bugs <laughs> yes, on the table. That's have, you, have you not talked about I'm that? I'm sure before? everybody listening will, will love to hear about his briefcase full of bugs. I bet <clears> you that is the most talked about portion hey, of this uh, show. June 26th at 10 a.m., I'm going to be doing a book signing of my coloring book. Come on down to the Malibu Saturday, June 26th, uh, we'll have a tiny curated car show. There's going to be five cars down there, 10 a.m. at Ranch at the Pier. Uh, that is Saturday, June 26th, and I'll be down there 10 a.m. with uh, Fireball signing coloring books. My prediction, three of you will show up, one with a gun. Um, but come on down anyways. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, anyway, Zuckerman, you and I, I have to talk about this stupidity of what uh, the dinner that you and I were invited to last week and, and that I quickly left before I even got into you bailed it. Out. This is better than bugs. I bailed. But, but, but you know, you, you had a part in it in a good way that you're like, just leave. Just, just walk away. Okay? There's, you know, I don't, I'm sure you're aware of this, Matt. There are all of these – and I like Los Angeles. Let me start by saying – I've lived here for 20 years. I consider this my second home. But a lot about what people say about L.A. is right. True. And one of these things that's annoying these days are the number of restaurants that have turned into clubs. <laughs> these, oh, because you have to serve food to serve alcohol No, right these members-only oh, situations oh, 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 yeah. where they call it a club. You pay a couple thousand dollars for the right to eat in your restaurant, yes. right? Mediocre food that yeah. you've paid an entrance fee. And I've belonged to a couple of them. I, I'm a member at Soho Malibu. And I, well, and they I, used to have golf I, courses attached to I places do like, like it. this. And that, was, and that was kind of that. But, there's yeah. a, but here in Hollywood, uh, where we're at, there's a bunch of places that are just kind of marginally okay that have turned into clubs. And what happens uh -huh. inevitably is your friend goes, hey, I'd like to invite you to the club for dinner. Yeah. Which used to just be, hey, let's show up and get dinner. But now you have to pull in, and it's a whole thing, and we have rules, and it's, where do you see the club? But it's really just a restaurant, right? Yes, and it's a restaurant, okay. maybe a little event space, maybe a little no, this and that. No, there's no Ricky Ricardo with a band. It's not the club. <laughs> this is just it's a not restaurant. The so our friend Moise, <laughs> who we love, invited us to dinner at the last minute on a Thursday night at the San Vicente Bungalows, which I've been to several times. I have several friends that are members. They've all said the same thing. You've got to see this place. As far as I can tell, it's a restaurant with a patio, okay? But it's, and it's, it's nice, but it's a restaurant with a patio. Yeah. Except when you check in, there are all of these stupid rules, right? So I, I'm, I, I get Zuckerman on the phone. Everybody's late. Zuckerman's like, you're in a bad mood. And he's right. He goes, you should just leave. Just drive home. And I didn't like, fucking say that. Well, I did say it facetiously. I didn't think you'd actually do it. <laughs> I know. I jokingly said, just leave. And, and by the way, you were right to say it. I like that it. you called his bluff. That's fucking good. But here's what I was upset about. When you go into the San Vicente bungalows... They tell you there's no photography allowed. You can't take any pictures because, oh, you never know who you might see in there. Sure, yeah. Then they say, please take these stickers and put them over the lens of your phone. Ah. 
Like you're going to see Jerry at a at a theater. No, no, no. In a in a place like that, they give you a, a the sleeve. Pouch. I love the pouch. Because who wants to put adhesive on, on the phone. lens of their eleven hundred, twelve hundred dollar camera device, right? Yeah. yeah. And I've I, the first time I went there, I did it, and I was like, God, this is so stupid. The second time, I said, I don't have my phone. I put it in my sock and I walked in. I'm not taking yeah. pictures of anybody. This time. And I, I'd speak talking with Zuckerman. Mean, he always like, dude, you're coming in hot. You should go home. And it was good <laughs> advice. But I was, hang- I'd come out of the gym. I wasn't eating, and I was hangry as hell. Yeah. And I get, I get in there. These guys are already in there. They go, here are the stickers for your phone. I go, thank you. They go. The next guy goes, I need to see you put the stickers on the phone. I go, well, I'm not going to do that. And he, go, he, he goes, well, why not? I go, I don't want to put adhesive on my expense. I like my phone. And he goes, well, you can't, you can't come in then. I go, tell you what. Take my phone. Yeah. Or let me, here, I'll turn it off and I'll put it in my pocket. Then this junior idiot security guard looks at me and puts his finger in my face at the fucking restaurant and says, you ain't coming in. (laughs) This level of anger. And I was being polite at that point. This level, you're not coming in here unless you put stickers on your phone. And I said, all right, then I guess I'm not coming in. (laughs) Very Seinfeldy. And I went to my car and I went home. I went to your car, more importantly. Thank you for letting me drive that GT2 RS, which I love. And I went home and I called them. I'm like, come in. And I'm like, I, I, I'm not coming in. Here's the thing, right? Don't you think it's childish? You feel like a child. You're an adult going to a place. I'm not interested in taking pictures of the rich people who well, are hanging quick. around with their girlfriends. You went in. You were there. You went I in. I went in and I... And I Really, I didn't. Yes, you're right. I didn't get off the TMZ double decker bus <laughs> with my mouth hanging open because some some celebrity was there. Did you see any celebrities there, Zuckerberg? I didn't see anybody. How was the food? Very mediocre. And, and I <laughs> my tested, only question was if I, any actual A-listers. Yes. And I tested the security because. I signed in as Dr. Dre, and I wanted to see if they were paying attention to the sign-in. So, you know, there they I've are. i signed with the, a million different names, yeah, too. They, they got the sticker thing down, but they don't have the sign-in. But they don't. So, Hilarious. What, what I wanted to say to them, that's exactly what I did. I signed yeah. the last three times I were there, different names. I'm like, I used to do that with credit card receipts. I used to sign Jesus H. Christ on credit card receipts and see if anyone ever said anything. No one says No one said anything. And eventually I started drawing little landscapes on the signature line. Like I would draw a little house and some trees and no one ever said shit. But, you know, we've walked into some pretty big rooms before, right? The idea that make you feel like a child, that you can't control yourself, that you have to put a sticker, the decision, adhesive on something. Everybody cares about their phones. You know, why not? Do I have to put crayons in my ears? Should should I put cookies on my eyes? They make the members do it, too. (laughs) You got to lay there on a table in a complete isolation tank. Members, too, or just guests of members? Just guests of members. And come on, guy. Take a look at me. I'm getting AARP mail. (laughs) Okay, I know how to fucking behave at a restaurant and I frankly don't care yeah. about seeing one more stupid fucking celebrity but it, but it's a, yeah it's a stupid it's a decision that makes them look stupid for yeah. a club that's trying to have a sophisticated pro stickers on your phone and get crayons in your ears and this other stuff I'm done with it I'm done with these restaurant clubs too I'm gonna start one like the uh, the the Arby's club where do you see my club come on in. it's an Arby's no this is the Arby's club 
you can be a member now. You can pay three thousand dollars to eat here three times a year. You know I'm what? Done I, with all of it. I just this is the stupidity solicit- of L.A. right now. I just got a solicitous email from a company that modifies Land Rovers, and they're opening a series of clubs across the U.S. Yeah. For for the owners, I right. just had to, of clubs. You're gonna lounges. walk in and everybody's gonna be naked. It's gonna Does be a bunch of naked men hanging out. <laughs> retreat. Everybody's humping on in top towels. Of, yeah, this is what the Land Rover guys do. Yeah, yeah, all terrain <laughs> humping. All right, <laughs> we've got a lot of show to get to. I'm sorry, I, I had got, to get that out. But I, go ahead. What do you have? I Sarkman? got one thing. If we yes. start a club. The membership's yes. not going to be money. It's going to be scratchers. You got to bring me in, not $1,000, a thousand fucking scratchers. <laughs> and then that's where we can sit there in the back room. Just smoking cigars and just, just scratching. But it's an arrogance. And if you have time, Spike, I'll tell that arrogant story about my car in Germany and the gentleman who I, I don't have time for it today. We'll do that another day. To, I wanted to uh, ask Zuckerman. Oh. At the, so let's we'll get to it in a minute. But but don't invite me to your clubs anymore unless you want to make your guests feel good, not make your guests feel like a four year old. And wait, Moise is a member of this place. Of course he is. He's and he knows the owner and he knows I'm going to trash them today and he's excited about it. And we love you, Moise. <laughs> And I and I, I actually regret not having dinner with you. It was I, I like hanging out with you. It was stupid. I lost you my. You should have just said you didn't have your phone on you. Huh? You should have just made up a lie and not got into. I'm a sorry fight if with you're a guest. You need to wear this Halloween mask. So I had two. I had two. <laughs> so you don't take pictures of all the guys cheating on their wives at this restaurant, which is what I think is going on. Here. I had two dollars worth of grilled vegetables that Moise paid fifty bucks for. That made me. <laughs> that made me happy. This is part. We uh, L. A. will be a better place if we get rid of these clubs. Anyways, uh, let's talk about collecting cars. Our friends, Chris Harris, site collectingcars.com. Uh, you got to check out Collecting Cars on YouTube. Uh, you, they want you to subscribe to their site. They've just posted videos with a 1990 Porsche 911 reimagined by Singer. Uh, they also have Chris Harris's million pound video, which is, I believe... That's him uh, do, spinning in his GT3 Touring, talking about how well CollectingCars.com is doing, how they're gaining on these online auction sites. Uh, they have a lot of cool uh, stuff there. Right now, if you go to CollectingCars.com, you're going to see a 1995 Porsche 993 Carrera RS, one of just 1,104 built. They have a 2009 Audi RS Sportback, uh, sophisticated all-rounder equipped with a carbon trim package, uh, just 6,600 miles from new, a 1948 Ford Funk Brothers tractor. Uh, some cool stuff. 1961 Jaguar E-Type Series 1 Fiat Floor 3.8 Roadster. Rare. Numbers matching. Flat 4 E-Type Roadster. Fresh from a 30-month exacting restoration. Collectingcars.com. Collectingcars.com. You want to go to collectingcars.com, sign up for their daily email so you can buy more collectible cars uh our buddy chris harris is there pushing the content doing the podcast um and these are the folks if you want to sell something cool that you want to list it with why because you list for free you sell for free it's hassle free collectingcars.com 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 chris harris like myself has figured out how to feed his own habit yeah yeah all these guys figured it out he worked with how come we haven't yet how come you guys did you guys you guys have plan z Plan Z is your guys' is we, we your need guys to make plan. money. We need to make money. I mean, you wanna you wanna go you wanna go be investors on my next 
construction project. Let's talk about it. Let's oh, talk you about want our money? That's how we're going okay, <laughs> to make money? Do I have to put stickers money? on my camera <laughs> yeah. to do that? I'll let you take yeah. pictures of everything. <laughs> really? Everything. All right. Let's do some Dear Zuckerman before Gordon McCall. Gordon McCall is going to be on in one minute. And I may just bail on this, Zuckerman, if you just get hor- if you give horrible advice to people. Oh, this is a good letter that you sent me. Uh, Gordon McCall from the Quail will be here in two seconds, but let's do our segment. Known as Dear Zuckerman. These are real Dear Abby letters, uh, except that Zuckerman is going to answer them. Uh, here's the first one. My brother is a mooch. <laughs> it is a, it's a perfect one for you. Uh, for 15 years, my parents have paid for my adult brother to live in an upscale apartment in the expensive city where he went to college. He doesn't work. He barely graduated from college, lost touch with his friends. Then he flunked out of graduate school. My parents were mortified, and I encouraged him to find work, but he never did. Now my parents are resigned to supporting him indefinitely. With the pandemic ebbing, Good word choice. I keep trying to convince them that they should push my brother to apply for jobs and engage with the world, but he refuses. My parents are cowed by him. Another excellent word usage, Zuckerman. So they continue to support him, giving him nice cars and taking him to fancy dinners. This is madness. What more can I do, Zuckerman? Was this written by Ferris Bueller's sister? This is this is <laughs> this is my moment, Ferris. We Shut will up. get to you. You stoner. Okay. So, Put stickers on your mouth. <laughs> I like this lady, and I'll tell you why. Because yes. what she's really saying is, this is I a will lady. be happy if my brother's thrown into the gutter, and that's what, <laughs> and that's what she wants. She would. Well, so what yes. she wants to see is her brother panhandling under a bridge while she's on her way to work. She can't stand how unfair life is. Her parents are nicer to her brother than her. Nothing's changed in all forty years. She's still jealous of her brother. Okay, and by the way, okay, yeah, your brother's getting more, but he's obviously a miserable piece of shit. So why are you? In competition with him let it fucking be who cares there you go yeah, that's very very good advice yeah <laughs> i think the letter writer was trying to get by writing in from the perspective of ferris bueller's sister but yeah but, that's what it sounds like yeah. but but the, but really uh, yeah, yeah no what she really doesn't want to say is this this guy is spent my parents are spending all their money on this yeah. loser and, and i'm waiting for them to die and i want some of that money yeah right well, you know what remember lady you're only unhappy if you're a parent you're only as happy as your most unhappy child trust me your parents aren't happy giving him money he's not happy being a fucking loser just be happy that you're (laughs) self-employed or admit that you'd rather see him begging and eating out of dumpsters that's valid just i need you to be more vicious suckerman here's the next one (laughs) don't give real advice give vicious that was vicious that she wants to see her brother she wants to see her brother in in feces smeared pants (laughs) there you go feces smeared pants begging on the on the on the sidewalk feces smeared (laughs) pants where's my kids invite is letter number two my 10 year old daughter has two best friends the three of them play together occasionally but the other two really aren't friends and only see each other through my daughter one of the mothers of these girls told me she would like her daughter to have her best friend like the other girl to have a best friend like the other girl now that a mother Sorry, now that mother has organized a play date with the other girl and didn't invite my daughter. I see what's going on. My daughter is hurt and I'm annoyed. 
Are We Wrong? So this is a 10-year-old girl. She has two friends who didn't know each other, and then the two friends have a play date and don't invite this woman's oh, daughter. Oh, Mom. Oh, Mom. Are We Wrong, Zuckerman? Congratulations, Mom. You have fucked your daughter up, <laughs> and, and you've done it early. Okay, obviously you got your nose into this and you told your daughter that, that she's being excluded and that she should feel bad. So, yes, you, anything that happened to you as a kid, you've just poured it into your kid. Okay, you need to go to the fucking psychiatrist, okay? And your kid will find out how unfair life is on their own sooner or later without you leaving a trail of breadcrumbs to laughing. it. Yes, thank you, dear Zuckerman. Wow. That was good. Yeah. Humans, spending time with humans is not zero sum. Yes. No. <laughs> Dear Zuckerman is a much, don't you think Dear Zuckerman would be a much better column than Dear Abby or yes. any of these? Yes. Right? There's Abby a, stinks. Let me get you right to the point. You're an idiot. Why are you writing in this stupid question? All right. And our final I feel letter. I so bad I tell people how dumb they are all the time. And I feel like I shouldn't. But no, I, I no, can It's your job. Turns That's out the I job of every more. Jew in life is to let everyone know how stupid they are. Farrah, just get used to it. Every Jew. In... <laughs> There's a quote. There's a quote <laughs> from Woke Wheels. From Woke Wheels. That's what I say to people. He loves Some, the Jewish key. Somebody the Jewish put it on, I have that embroidered on a pillow and send it to my mother. Yeah. Do you think I want to be a know-it-all? You make me have to be a know-it-all. Idiots. Surrounded by idiots. Go How ahead. How much time do we? We're okay. We're, we're doing all right on time. Uh, letter number three in our final letter is typo alert exclamation point. This was sent into the New York Times. My brother-in-law. <laughs> and then printed. And that's the title. That's the subject. Typo alert. I guess you're supposed to yell it. My brother-in-law sent us two free copies of his memoir. Our family tree. <laughs> Already. This is so fucking yeah. crazy. <laughs> Our family tree is included in it. My husband, the author's brother, one of our grandchildren and I had our names misspelled in the book. That's an awkward sentence. When I pointed this out, he blamed a now dead cousin for the mistake. <laughs> no apology! Exclamation point. Zuckerman approves of that move. The question, Mr. Zuckerman, may I return these unsolicited books, Harriet? Harriet, again, this is like the Jew, the, how small the Jew, Jewish universe is, how small the resentments are. Okay, a schmuck writes a memoir, his self-published memoir, and you actually look at it? This is supposed to be delivered straight into the trash the minute you get it. You're not supposed to read this. This is a sign of patheticness that he wrote his memoir, and you're, you're validating it. Take that shit and throw it away like any other normal person. Light a cigar with it. Yes. <laughs> Light your charcoal oh my God. with it. You're not even, not even just add it to the shelf with the other no, shit. No, anybody's self-published the... memoir goes in the trash. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. You don't look at it. Here are this my is... thoughts. Uh, I, nobody would approve I can this. guarantee you, Zuckerman, having read so many next door posts from people like this, that the New York Times eliminated these exclamation points, that there were at least six after typo alert and then about seven after no apology. Yeah, it's like Harriet. They Harriet, just did one. Yeah, Harriet. 
your name has gone out of usage probably <laughs> 60 years ago that he even made a fucking attempt to get your name in the book. No one knows how to spell Harry. Is it two R's, two T's, one R, one T, some combination thereof? What is wrong with people that this is Everything what they're complaining? Imagine this family, uh, the, the manuscript that this idiot wrote. Imagine what's in this history. I love how he blames it on a deceased cousin. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's a genius move. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I bet you, you're all about that. That's yeah. a slick, oh, slick recovery. When I pointed Shmuel this out, he blamed this it list, but he cousin. died. Oh, the go to Shmuel, go to the cemetery the and let his tombstone oh, fall on you. Three years ago, Harriet, if you're listening or someone gives it to you, will you please send me a copy of this memoir? I want to. I want to make it into a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Called nobody is going to see this movie. It's called Spellcheck. I want to. I do. I would. It would be fascinating. And I'm and I'm being totally serious. I would love to read the memoir of someone who has done nothing. <laughs> You know what has what did this guy do that he feels like his life is worthy of a memoir? I was asked to write one at one point, and I said, "Are you kidding me? There, uh, there's nothing for me to say." And then I sat down and wrote jokes. His, <laughs> mem- his no, memoir. No, I mean, I had done things, and even then, I wasn't arrogant enough to go, "Oh yes, everybody needs to read about my life." What a, I can't. I, I'm. I don't he know. Put, don't even. He, Don't even get me started on memoirs. Like I'm going to read Seth Rogen's funny stories because yeah, he that. wrote a bunch of funny stories, and I've heard him tell a few, and that is really entertaining to me. But when someone really goes, it, unless you're a president and there's yeah. some historical context, I'm not interested and in your memoir. I don't memoir. care if you invented Ajax. I just don't <laughs> give a fuck. Okay, congratulations. But, guy, but that's not a memoir. Wouldn't you imagine he's just a realtor or something? Yes, and of course. That, well, now I want to read that. I think that would be a fascinating memoir. Just remind me about Seth Rogen's book. I really do want to. Yeah, buy yeah, it. I have it. Oh, you do? I bought oh, it good. and I got an autographed copy. It was at the local bookstore and it was just a, like a G clef from a music thing. <laughs> and I put it. I tweeted him and Twitter. I was like, "This is the, this is the autograph." And he was like, "I was feeling musical that day." <laughs> but the book is great. Um, you know, I, I'm still I'm on a big Don Winslow tear, Zuckerman. Big Don Winslow. I'm going back and reading all the old stuff. He just made a big deal at Sony, by the way, for that really? new stuff. And mm. I'm trying to get us, you and me, advanced copies to read that. I would love that for this. James summer. Elroy just came out with a new book. It got kind of panned in the New York Times, but I'm still going to buy it and there I'm going to go. read it. All right. Um, you know, uh, yesterday I talked to the director of motorsports, uh, motorsports for Quail Lodge, Gordon McCall. Um, it's also the guy behind the 1199 Foundation. We talked about that. The Ooh. license plate frames that get out, said, get out of jail for anything at all. No. They're yeah. not suppo- No, they're not about getting you out of ticket spike. And yeah. I said right and uh-huh. winked at him. Um, uh-huh. We talked about uh, the 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 quail. We talked about the ticket price at the quail. We talked about the special uh, helicopter ride you can take if you oh, want to just quail fl- to Laguna to this track. No, the quail, to, uh, the airport to the quail, the $12,500 ticket for you and four of your friends. When you land your private jet in Monterey, you just get on a helicopter and they bring you right to the event on Friday. Um, it is a great event. And uh, he talked about what inspired him to uh, do it and, and how it's different than Pebble Beach, which is on Sunday. Um, and I have to say, I really enjoyed meeting him. And, and Zuckerman, we've been, and, and Matt, I'm sure you uh, yeah, can come too. We're invited there. We're invited to the jet party, the cars and jets party the mm-hmm. night before. Um, and we hope to do all of it. Anyway, here's my interview with Gordon McCall. Gordon, good to see you. 
Good to see you, Spike. Where Where are you uh, zooming in from here? I am in Carmel Valley, California. I've oh, great. Lived so, on the Monterey Peninsula my entire life. Wow, you're right there, right where it all goes on. It's so exciting yeah. to have uh, everything back this year. Um, all right, what was that? Is that you? Beep, beep. Uh, that, must have, that must have been an email coming in. Sorry about that. <laughs> I hope you don't get a lot of emails. Yeah, you know, hopefully. Hey, I, I've been getting a bunch of them this morning. I think that's maybe died down, I hope. The uh, the quail event, um, which is going to be Friday the 13th, 2021, yep. at the Quail Lodge and Golf Club. I know it well, but why don't you tell everybody what it is if they have never been to Monterey Car Week? What is the quail? Yeah, sure, Spike. So uh, the Quail Motorsports Gathering, quite frankly, is, is like no other car show that anyone has ever been to. Um, back in 2003, I sat down with our chairman, Sir Michael Kaduri, and uh, just kind of tossed around some ideas of... Uh, of how to do things a little differently in the in the car show world. I, uh, I came from 28 years uh, with the Pebble Beach Concours, which I enjoyed every minute of and uh, have nothing but the utmost respect for, but thought there's room for something different here during Car Week, which wasn't really Car Week back then. Right, <laughs> a right. little less going on. Right. Uh, but, you know, I just thought, how about we make this um, something that, that suits um, Quail Lodge and golf clubs, um, ethos and the peninsula hotel groups ethos a little bit better which is yes it's a car show but quite frankly it's it's a little bit more about the people that are that are there you know everyone is a vip spike every you know it's a it's it's everyone's a valued guest and i i know that can be said for any car show out there but as you've experienced you know the the cuisine the fine dining that's all part of it it's an all-inclusive ticket uh, nobody knows hospitality better than the Peninsula Signature Events uh, Office. That's for sure. <laughs> Lunch is served on China. <laughs> you know, it's just not what you expect at a car show. So, it's just it's different. It's very eclectic as well. You know, I um, I, I love curating uh, what you see there in terms of the cars. It's it's a little bit of everything. You know, it's it's everything under the sun. You know, I usually uh, do a forum on Fridays, and I'm usually late to your event. And this year, uh, if I do it at all, I said I'll do it on Saturday because ah. I don't want to miss the quail event. And what I, you know, what I like about your event, um, and what I think you've done uh, knowingly, uh, aside from all the things you've said, is there's a finite number of tickets. There is not a gigantic line when you want to have food. Um, as you said, people are nicely dressed. There are amazing cars there, but it's also very well organized. It's easy to park. It's it's one of the one of the two more easiest events uh, just to get in. Easy access, convenient parking. It's just uh, uh, the other is that uh, that free car show they do uh, Tuesdays on in Carmel. Uh -huh. Yeah, those are the two nicest events for me because they're just the easiest to walk into. Um, and you're not overcrowded. So, you know, I, I really yeah. do love it. And, and you've done a wonderful job with it. This year, though, what are we uh, what are we looking at? What have you organized for us? What are we going to get to see? Well, you know, so every year we have we've we've got our traditional classes as we refer to them. You know, one of the things that does set this show apart, Spike, is that we've um, We've left the judging and the judging teams, quite frankly, up to the other shows uh, out there. Um, and again, this is out of complete respect for what shows such as the Pebble Beach Concours represent. You know, we don't have a team of judges that, that are there to critique your car. We essentially do the judging uh, 
it sounds a little odd, but we kind of do it on the front end, you know, through right, what it is right. we, the way we accept cars as entry. Right. Exactly. Um, but what we do is we, we ask the owners of the cars to cast a vote, not for their own car, <laughs> ideally, but to cast a vote on a car that just, you know, quite frankly, in, in either intrigues them or they like the looks of it's a car they'd like to own. They've always, you know, very subjective and, it's so that way it's peer it's peer judged. So, yes, we have an award ceremony and it's um, it is a prestigious thing to win an award at the quail. But uh, we let the owners, you know, we figure these owners, they know a little something about cars and you don't necessarily need a team of folks uh, coming up to your car and telling what telling you what's wrong with it. It's, well, it's one of the most uncomfortable things, you know, it's. Oh. Seinfeld brought me in on a cart. I didn't even know what Pebble Beach was. And I walked right. you know, people really do this? It's a glorified <laughs> cleaning contest, first of all. And second, nobody's really interested in the judging other than the guy whose car it is. And I was looking at the sums of money spent and the preparation. Oh, my and, God. You know, it, it, why, why yeah. not just drive your cars and enjoy them? And especially now, you know, I just like to come and take a couple pictures and meet yep. the people and you know, look, you know, get to see something that I've never seen up close. And, you know, I always find it there. And you guys, you guys in your traditional classes, you've got uh, pre-war sports and racing cars. There you go. There's yep. another one. Good, great right. Ferraris, uh, post-war race cars, custom coach work, the evolution of supercar sports, racing motorcycles. You always have cool stuff there. Um, what is there anything that you don't allow into the quail? Uh, you know, we try to stay away from, not stay away. That's probably not the right no, word. Come on, finish the sentence. Well, you know, so, um, brass era, okay. uh, you know, we do have a pre-war category. It's, mm -hmm. it's not huge, but you know, we want to acknowledge that part of automotive history, but you know, we kind of let others, you know, do that. Our, we we're a little more contemporary with, uh, you know, a lot of cars from the fifties, sixties, seventies, Supercars, you know, when you think about this, Spike, you look at the popularity over the last few years of hypercars and supercars. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we we were into that year one, and this is our 18th year. You know, we've always featured supercars. Um, you know, they're they're a fan favorite. You know, they're a guest favorite. Um, mm -hmm. And so, as far as what we don't allow, you know, we don't have any hard rules in that department. If it's an interesting car, we'll certainly consider it. Our Motorsports Council will consider it. Um, but, you know, it's uh, to your point, they're just a little a little more contemporary. And when I say that, I don't mean, you know, modern cars per se, but the 50s and 60s and 70s, quite frankly, were pretty awesome times for cars. They, some really neat stuff was built then. Yeah, your party is a little more swinging than than the than the old Grand Dam, the Pebble yeah. Beach event, which is you know whales on your chinos and yes. green ties and sport coats, and it's got its own vibe too. That's fun. But yeah, you guys, we... you guys are a hipper little party going on on Friday before the big event on Sunday. I was looking over your uh, your your entered package. Um, it's an expensive ticket. I will say that I I do feel like it's worth it, having been there a bunch of times. Um, I, I didn't, I've never noticed the quail helicopter ticket package. Tell everybody oh, yeah. about the quail helicopter ticket package. Well, you know, if you really want to travel in style and, yep. you know, we, we figured out years ago when we came up with this idea for this show, Spike, is that, you know, it's impossible to please everybody. It, it, it just is. I, I don't care what it is, what, what your line of work is. It's very difficult to please everybody. So why not pick a sector that you do want to please? And mm -hmm. that's exactly what we've done with this show. Yes, the, the, the ticket price 
Although, you know, if you start comparing apples with oranges in terms of what you get, um, you know, there's there's a lot of events that'll have an entry entry, you know, dollar figure. And then, you know, everything is get the wallet out because here comes the $30 burger and the, you know, plus, 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 right? Well, the helicopter package is designed for those that, that want to get around a little easier during car week. You know, traffic can be an issue here on the Monterey Peninsula. It's impossible. Uh, so, let's be honest. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I hop on I hop on one of my motorcycles during car week. That's the That's easiest right. way to get around. Yeah, yeah. So here yeah. with the helicopter package, you can land at Monterey Airport. Yeah. And then be shuttled by helicopter. Hop over. Hop over. Right. Yeah. And you get four yeah. tickets with it. One round trip helicopter flight. Yep. Um, and right into the event. So where do, it lands where on the golf course? Somewhere? Yeah, no, we have uh, we've got uh, we've got a wonderful partnership with Leonardo Helicopters. And so we've got a we, you know, we set up a helipad right there at the property. It's, oh, wow. So, yeah, that's, so cool. you get to make your grand entrance for the for simply the price of half a Prius. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Well, again, you know, we're not into pleasing everybody. Yes. We we're not going to hit the mark with everybody. And so yes. uh, but I have to admit the people that um that do like what we do, they keep coming back. That's and, fun. No, it's yeah. going to be really Is this the first year you've done that, or if I missed that? Uh, we had that uh, in 19. You know, I keep saying last year, but yeah, it yeah, will right. have been two years, you know, mm-hmm. since we were able to to have a car week here. And God, don't don't think we are not just super ecstatic for, for every, I mean, for the entire country, uh, the world, quite frankly. But, right. you know, Monterey Peninsula without a car week for two years in a row is uh, is a bleak thought. So, so the We're quail glad. helicopter package is twelve thousand five hundred dollars. You get four tickets and a round trip helicopter ride. You also have a charitable, is it patron ticket? You're you're calling patron, it? patron, yeah. patron. Yeah. Comes I'm with a fifth of the patron. Tequila. Yeah, it comes with a fifth of patron. So <laughs> it does. Yes, and yeah. uh, that is more of a charitable deduction where you get to make a deduction that will go to where exactly. Uh, well, we've got a wonderful relationship with Rancho Cielo, which is a kind of an underserved youth program here on the peninsula. It's a year-round program. We like to support that. We support the Naval Postgraduate School Foundation as well, um, California Highway Patrol 1199 Foundation, uh, which I'm on the board of. We, Big you know, we, we like hey, to, let, um, let me let me just stop you there. Do those uh, license plate frames still work? <laughs> Do you still <laughs> make those? Mike, that's the wrong reason to become a member. <laughs> now hold on. Do you still make them? I have one. I, you know, I bought uh, uh, Otis Chandler's, I think, nineteen seventy three nine eleven S back in the day, and it came with a with a nice uh, eleven ninety nine foundation well, license plate frame. I, I hope you made a, do- uh, a donation to the foundation when you did that. I did not. I made a donation to the fellow who owned Otis Chandler's car <laughs> to buy it. But, you know, I, I, you're exactly the guy to ask about this. Do they? Can you still make that donation and still get that plate frame that shows yeah, your support? It, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's part of, well, hey, let's, okay, let's, let's, let's go down that path then. So, yes, um, it's part of the membership package. It is. And it is a way to show your support of a very noble cause, yep. supporting families uh, left behind of officers lost mm-hmm. in the line of duty, which um, – Fortunately, this foundation now, though, goes much beyond uh, catastrophic loss. We're we're putting we're helping put kids through college, kids of CHP families, which is really really a good thing. So the license plate frames, though, and it's funny. I grew up here in town with a guy, Joe Farrow, who ended up becoming the commissioner of the California Highway Patrol, uh, retired a few years ago. But we spent a lot of time talking about the perception of those plate frames, you know, and does it get you, a, you know, get out of jail, pass, whatever you want to refer to it as. And the answer is no. You know, it's um, it's really interesting talking to the officers because 
you know, they're given the flexibility to use discretion, uh, you know, all day long regarding friends, neighbors, school teachers, doctors, other police, you know, it's, it's their call, right? So typically when they, if someone's doing something stupid and they've got that license plate frame on, it, it's, it's a greater wrath that comes down on them for, for doing so. If anybody should know better, it's a member of the foundation. You know, these guys are out there and gals are doing their job and don't be an idiot. We've also right. been known to revoke memberships when they've, when that angle of it has been abused. Ah. Uh, yeah. We take them back. Yeah. Uh, if you read the back of your plate frame, if you ever decide to go deep detailing your car and you pop your plate off, read the back of your plate frame. It's uh, it's the property of the foundation. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, it, you know, we're careful about that. We don't want, you know, you don't become a member of that foundation for any other reason than wanting to support a great cause. Yeah, and I, and I can tell you personally that that I've had several occasions where perhaps I was going a little faster than the speed limit, and an officer pulled up alongside and gave me a little tip of the hat, yeah. and said, "Slow down." Yeah, yeah. Well, and the thing is, <laughs> and I'm not going to say it had anything to do with the frame. It could have been my really cool Range Rover Sport. <laughs> exactly, and they do that all day long. Though is the thing, right? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't doing anything stupid. Anyway, let's get back yeah. to the quail. Sure. Um, uh, let's see. I had other questions for you about this event. Um, no, we went through the helicopter package. We went through everything. So this is going to be, uh, oh, oh, just the general public ticket price for everyone coming in. What is it again? Yeah. Yeah. So that we've got a lottery system because we are in fact a capped attendance, uh, mm -hmm. event. So there is, there is a lottery, um, that, that is in effect in terms of, you know, quite frankly, the best way to get a ticket to the show is to enter a car. You know, that's really that that ticket package, which is eight ninety five, is is you know an incredible value. Um, uh, regular tickets now, uh, you've kind of caught me off guard because that's not my area of expertise. I think they're nine ninety um, nine ninety five. I think it's I think it's in the nine ninety nine nine ninety five range. Yeah, um, nine hundred ninety five dollars. Yeah, children's yeah, tickets it, for one ninety five. I've got it right here now. Yep, exactly. And but, so, but, but again, because it. it's, it's limited <laughs> capacity, you know, we offer yeah. tickets to, um, you know, kind of the loyal, loyal group first. And it just it, it just works out from there. And believe me, it's tough. I, I admire the Peninsula Signature Events Office for how they handle that, because it's a it's a very popular show. But at the same time, the attendance is capped. It is. So, and, 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 and that includes the all important food and drink. All day long. All yeah. day long. And all day long. And I can tell you personally, it's very easy to get that food. You won't be waiting in line for years. I always yeah. see so many old friends and, and, and current friends there. I always see great cars. It really is uh, one of the best days of the week for me when I go there. So uh, it's congratulations great you, right? on that. Congratulations well, for coming back. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you folks want to see this event, it's a must-see uh, from Monterey Car Week. It's Friday, the 13th, 2021. Quail Lodge and Golf Club, the Quail uh, Motorsports Gathering. Um, and Gordon, uh, thank you uh, for coming on. Director of Motorsports, Gordon McCall. Thanks for coming on and sh uh, sharing that with us and fix that email notification. Will you for your next interview, sir? There's <laughs> <I need laughs> no that way to do business. <laughs> I need a 10-year-old millennial in here to tell me how to figure this thing out. <laughs> it's your notifications. Just go to your settings. Anyway, oh, uh, good to catch up with you, Gordon, and I'll see you uh, Friday the 13th. Likewise, Spike. Thanks for the opportunity. It's good to see you. Good to see you, too. 
And there it is. That That's was terrific. Show. What'd you think? Wonderful. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> I want to thank my sponsors, Manscaped, Collecting Cars, and ExpressVPN. I want to thank Matt Farah for showing up in the beginning of Spike's Car Radio um, and supporting me in this podcast. Of course, Zuckerman, who also uh, has a day job and has given us four years of his life um, and his uh, new segment, which is huge, which is going to lead, I think, to a nationally syndicated column. Dear Zuckerman, how <laughs> can my it not? How can it not? Right? I mean, you could make a whole Dear Zuckerman, Dear Zuckerman Instagram account, and it could blow up very quickly. <laughs> Will you handle you that? Could just voice to text the in the responses. Yeah, it would be huge. Yeah, um, one intern, Johnny Please. Lieberman, of course, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, and all of our wonderful guests. Thank you all for supporting us over the last four years. And here is to four more we are not going to stop we're not going to let it get in the way of our fun uh we'll see you next week on spikes car radio thanks for listening to spikes car radio brought to you by hangar 56 listen to new episodes every wednesday and be sure to subscribe on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your favorite podcasts Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records.